This episode is sponsored by JSOX. JSOX is the leader in Steam Deck accessories. They have everything from cases to screen protectors and so much more. Interested in changing the color of your Steam Deck? JSOX colored transparent backplates not only give your deck a dash of color, but it also has heat dissipation aluminum sheet that enhances the heat dissipation and helps your deck run cooler. Also, be sure to check out their new mod case that allows you to use many different accessories like a fan, battery pack, and more. If you own a Steam Deck, head on over to jsox.com. That's J-S-A-U-X.com for their full line of products. Once again, we would like to thank Jsox for their support of the show. Everybody, welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Menders. With me, as always, is Eric and Nathaniel. What's going on, guys? Hello. <laughs> we're talking barbecue. So, yeah, yeah, we were just talking barbecue. Uh, free podcast barbecue talk. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm, we're not we're not talking about the weather anymore. And, we start every every episode. Oh, about we food. could talk. We about could the talk about the weather. The it's, all through here. it's like a hundred and one yeah. here, nice and dry. You know, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it must be nice. Yeah, I was going to say. Welcome to funny thunder shower season. That's what I wear. Yeah. So it's like eight. So you're telling me it's 80 outside with the humidity. Oh, uh, it was man. 90 today, and I think the humidity oh. was like 80 percent or something. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's about. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't quite that think. here. The humidity is high, but it wasn't quite that here. We did have storms all day, though. It rained pretty much all day long here. It's yeah. We've had periodic storms for the past couple of weeks, so there's yeah. lots of just moisture in the air, well, on the ground, wherever. Like. Well, and I was in Greensboro all last week, and it was Greensboro. Winston area and I think it was Wednesday or Thursday night we had a storm I was expecting one every evening that's usually the way it is down there about 5 6 o'clock in the July it gets really super hot about 96 97 then it rains and then it just gets steamy and sticky but it it just did it one night there but yeah the whole time I was down there last week it was like 98 97 and 5,000 percent humidity you could just see the mug in the air I'm, I'm ready for winter <laughs> nah, oh, it's not I time am. for winter. It's, 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 it is way past time for winter for me. I do not <laughs> like the heat. I, and, I, and I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I can always put so, I can always put more clothes on. I can only take so many off <laughs> in public. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't do the don't do the heat. That's why we do not go to Florida in the summertime. Summer, <laughs> yeah, buddy. We go we go in November, December. My prime time of the year to go to florida is february but you know sometimes we don't go that late but november the week of thanksgiving so fingers crossed that it's going to be good weather so got plenty of time to plan for it <laughs> but, we're just yeah. thinking about we're just thinking about california and disney today a little bit who knows in the future i've oh, been a couple boy. times to be good to go i mean i haven't been in like 
20 years. So oh, it'd, dude. It'd be good it's, to go. it's our favorite trip. We just stay at the, we pick a resort. We usually stay at one of the budget resorts and we just, I park the car on Sunday night and I don't get back into it till Thursday because we just hop on the bus and it takes us to the, takes us to the park we want to go to and staying on the, on, on site. You can just go back and forth as you please all day long. I can go early in the morning, stay till noon or one o'clock, then go back to the hotel and relax and cool down and then go yeah. for dinner yeah. and hang out the yeah. rest of the night. So yeah. It's it's a fun vacation, so we're looking forward to it again this year. I think they're closing the Star Wars themed hotel that Disney has. That's what I'd heard. Yeah, about. That, down in Florida. Yeah, they're closing it because it was only it was a two night or a two day uh, three. Uh, it's a, I think it, it was three two nights and one day at the park, and it was five thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, do I get a free lightsaber? No. I mean, <laughs> no, you have to buy yeah, all that stuff. Can, separate, do I get to yeah. kick an Ewok one there? <laughs> they were reaching a bit far with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. It was. It was a lot of money because when we first, I'm sure it was cool, but not for that price. Yeah, well, and we were. That, yeah, but it's all inclusive, so it's it's your meals and everything. Yeah, and still. Yeah, but still, it's it's a lot yeah. of money. You know, it's and you know, we thought about oh, when they open us, like yeah, we'll do. It. We looked at price and went no, no, <laughs> yeah, because I think like, you get never mind. I think you get two days at the park. I think it's two days, and then maybe it's it's three nights. I don't remember what it was now, but what's funny is, is when they announced that they were closing it down at the end of the year and they were only going to have a limited run of days left over, every one of them sold out. I mean, everybody was like, okay, we'll do it now because this is going to be our last chance to, to, to do it. Yeah. Three nights and two days is what Nikki said. So I I I have plenty of people who are thinking about it and be like, oh, well maybe we'll save up and go. And that's like, oh, if we're going to do it, got to do it now. Yeah. I mean, they had... They had merchandise you could only get in that thing. They had lightsabers you could only buy in that thing. It, but it was all it was all it was all themed, so everybody was in character in the thing. So there was like a whole story that went along with it. It was a fun it was a fun idea, but for the price, no, no, it's just not worth it. Especially if you have kids. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, but yeah, it's just me and the wife, so. <laughs> I'm the only kid, or, or both of us are the only kids. However you want to look at it, I mean, whatever. <sighs> but no, we haven't had a show in almost a month. I've between Nathaniel going out of town for vacation, and I had a lot going on here, trying to get things situated and finished at uh, at Mom's house. It was uh, it was uh, it was been a long it's been a long two or three weeks, but we're finally I'm finally done. Everything's cleared out. We're good. So. At this point, I have nothing that would hold me back. So <laughs> the rest of the summer, other than work. <laughs> so I hope, hopefully work will go easy, but we'll see. But um, we'll start off with what we've been playing like we always do. Unfortunately, I've played nothing. And the only reason I have played no. nothing is because my ally has been sent back for an RMA because the SD drive went bad in it. Uh, and when the SD drive goes bad in it and you put an SD card in it, it cripples the system. Um, I, I I knew there was a problem when I booted it up one day and like nothing would come up. Windows would come up and it would just sit there 
and try to find the SD card, try to find the SD card, and then go, insert SD card. It's like, there's one in there. And the, the, the armor crate wouldn't open up or anything like that. The minute I would eject the, the SD card, everything worked fine. So I'm not the only one that has the problem. I read that there is, they estimate that the data manufacturer of mine, which was, I think it was March, April, it was April of this year, 30% of those go bad with the, the SD cards. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a that's a very high yeah. failure rate because I think the next month is is May and they have a 15% SD card I mean, failure. Rate. That's even still a lot, yeah. but it's it's half of the one month before. So apparently, <laughs> from what I understand from their Discord with the with the developers or the whatever you want to call them, the the people, um, it's a heating issue and a voltage issue. Mm. Um, what's bad yeah. is, and it's like I've said this whole time. I have a a little heat tester gun. I I, I played a lot of. Um, Jedi Survivor on there. And that's a very taxing game anyway. Um, playing it at 720p, medium graphics, about 35 to 40 frames a second is what I could get out of it. Um, it would run... I could I could take my heat sensor, and on the side with the memory card, the heat coming out of it was 130 to 140 degrees. Mm, I go on the other side, it runs about 115 to 120 on the right <sighs> side. So it's a did you, little did you, cooler. Uh... What, did you test the temp on the Steam Deck? I'm just curious. Steam Deck, usually, the most I'd ever gotten out of the Steam Deck was about 100 degrees. But the oh, big difference okay. is between the Steam Deck and that, the, the memory card slot is not directly behind an yeah. exhaust fan, you know, <laughs> like that one is. So <laughs> apparently what a lot of people do, what a lot of people have had problems with is they would keep the SD card in there and it would eventually just fry it. Just fry it. Uh, yeah, just fry the SD. And I'd be worried about damaging that port, though, too, if you're getting that hot, cooking the car, yeah. cooking, like, the port, too. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's what happened with mine. It cooked the port. It just, it absolutely cooked the port. So, at this week, was it this week or last week, they finally said, yeah, we know there's a problem with it. It's a heat and a voltage issue, and there's going to be a patch that'll come out for it where the fans will be adjusted and, and this and that and that and this. But if you've already got the damage, you're going to have to send your system back yeah. to get it either fixed or replaced, so... I sent my my system back. It didn't go out till yesterday, so who knows? Well, we'll see how long yeah, it'll take. I hope, I hope the RMA process is pretty good. I mean, I, I'm just told they finally said they received my hard drive, Western Digital. So I'm like, all right, let's see what I get back. Yeah, I really like to use it on my Series S. The last time I, d- I had issues with a with a with a hard drive with Western you making Digital, a phase. It was. It was less than okay. a week, and I had it back. They, they yeah. said they are experiencing some delays, though. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, it's in no rush. They didn't. They didn't even give me an estimated time of return for mine. They were just like, "Yeah, send it back, and here's the label." And I'm hoping they just send me a new one instead of waiting to get it fixed. Because who knows? But yeah, I mean, I was, and I was actually getting really far in Jedi Survivor. I was like, "Yay, I can finally play it. It's good and it's fun." And then. You know, and I could still play the system. I just couldn't use an SD card with it. And it's like, you know, do I really need an SD card? No, probably not. But at the same time, it's like, I still want it to to work. Because there are some games I want to carry on a 
SD card. It's and it's not like I was playing like super high intense games off the SD card. The little games is what I was playing off the SD card. Anything AAA I put on the system itself. But now it's like, man, I really should have maybe just got the two terabyte internal drive and went, man, eh, forget the SD card. You know, don't worry about it. But oh well, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I've just got the standard drive in there. I didn't do any replacement stuff, and I've got several things installed, a couple big ones and several small ones. Yeah, and usually the only thing and I had... And that's plenty of choice for me is, like, if I need to put something else on there, I can, but... Yeah, and usually I carry at least a, a, a SD card around with some smaller games on it and stuff like that, but I had, I had three memory cards, a one terabyte and two 512s. The one terabyte was that Extreme Pro expensive SD card because it read at those high speeds and it quit working in the ally, but it works in the PC. So I knew it was the ally issue. Then on the two five twelve cards, one of them worked just fine in the ally. The other one didn't. So, but they both worked in the PC. So is very, very odd. I mean, that can just also be SD cards are finicky sometimes with yeah. different devices. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell. Combination of things is probably what it is. Yeah. But, Hopefully it'll be back yeah. fairly quickly. But and I bought Jedi Survivor in the Steam sale, and I still haven't installed it. Yeah, I, I don't know PS5. when I'm going to get around to playing it because eventually Baldur's Gate Three is now the start Ooh. of August. So it's like right well, around I'm the corner. Time if I want to finish it before then. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my question is: is well, you know, what's funny is I, you know, I bought Baldur's Gate early did the early access and none of that's that i read last week none of that stuff is going to carry over and in oh, fact what the, well in fact the All early it does except for the early access which was kind of like not even much of a deal besides it's like you're getting it super early anyway Who yeah cares? well apparently you'll have to reinstall the entire game again when it comes out because they said it's so different from the early access game that and the save doesn't carry over was what I read from the devs. Yeah, I knew the save didn't carry over. I didn't know you'd have to reinstall it. I was just, just waiting to install it anyway. Yeah, but. that's what they had said that it was you know that you'd have to. Re- I which I'm glad I didn't play so a lot I get of the it. pre-order bonus thing, and then I was like, I figure I was just not going to start till it comes out. Anyway. Yeah, I, I played it just a little bit of it. Hopefully, it'll have controller support by the time it launches. That that's way, I can play it on the Ally. If not, from I'll have to play heard, it on the I think deck. they've said that it was supposed to. Yeah. Last I heard, it was supposed to, but I hadn't I hadn't seen any updates on it for a while. So, um, I bought a lot. I mean, of they games. had a huge like three or four hour stream about it not that long ago. That like Larian does their big old yeah. I forget what they call it, but they've done it a few times. And like, there's a bunch of different little updates that came out of it. Some of it, I think, was like the saves and all that stuff originated there, and then became stories on the internet. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing because. I didn't have time to sit down and watch a three-hour. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't watch it. Either. I just saw a couple of clips. Yeah, I, I, I wanted I wanted to watch it. No, I was like three hours. No, no, I'll <laughs> I'll read the highlights somewhere. Thanks though, I appreciate yeah. it. You know, it's like I mean, if you do have the time, they're kind of worth it because they're a bunch of just nerdy goofballs. So their streams are usually fun. Right. But yeah, that's still a long stream. Well, I I bought a bunch of games the other day, and I haven't played them yet. I bought uh, Oxen Free Two because it just came out, and I was like, "Oh, I want that." And I bought uh, Brick Tales was on sale, and what was the other one I bought? Oh, Gravity Circuit. If you like two D, um, Metroid, not Metroid, uh, Mega Man style games, it looks really cool. I haven't got to play any of them yet because it was like 
oh, they're on sale because they just launched today? Okay, let me buy them real quick and then I'll play them whenever I get home. Whether it's the Steam Deck or the uh, or the Ally when the Ally's there. But yeah, it's that's it. I, I wanted to play more games, but I got an iPad played a lot of Marvel Snap. <laughs> it's about, so all the allies doesn't work. I'll play some snap. You know, it's like that's quick and easy. But um, Nathaniel, Final Fantasy 16. I see you picked it up on the PS5. I, I did because I played the demo uh, before it came out and was like, okay, I really like this. And then like the reviews were like also good. But I think I pre-ordered it even before then because I really yeah. like the like two-hour demo or something. It's like the Something whole kind like of yeah. intro of the game so it's quite a bit but yeah I I don't know how much I've put into it I'd have to look at my save to see how many hours but gotcha. a lot <laughs> so is it as uh, good as everybody says I really like it it's got some like little drawbacks to it that I'm like I wish this was a little better yeah. like the longer you play it, the more you realize that they only wrote so much music for it, so you start hearing certain tracks uh, over yeah. again, so it's uh, more like, okay, we'll use this theme for this thing, and then sometimes this, even early in the game, I was like, oh man, this music is weirdly mismatched. Like, <laughs> these two characters are having a very, like, quiet conversation somewhere about like, deep subjects, and it's kind of like sad or melancholy or whatever. It's, it happens more than once, where like, these characters are having this kind of even somewhat sort of intense, but not like loud, but just kind of like quiet conversations. And then the music just does not match the tone at all. I'm just like, huh. just have no music. You don't have to have music the whole time, guys. Uh, it's this is weird. Like all the big booming action stuff is awesome. It's great. All the stuff during like fights and yeah. boss fights and all that stuff, they nail it. Even if it's like something you hear over and over again because it's just the typical battle music, they're good at that. They've been doing that for decades. Right. They know what to do there. Yeah. But like the the character drama stuff is just kind of like I'm not sure what you're going for with the music here it doesn't seem to match the conversation that's going on and I thought that once and then it's happened a few times since then I'm just like I think that this particular couple types of you know things that you're doing here you didn't know what to do with the music but you felt you had to have music because it's got to have music all the time it's a Final Fantasy game you gotta have that music I don't know. I mean, there's other times where there's not really much music. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Not, not often. You, you know, you're just in your hub or wandering around. There's some sort of general music. So yeah, most of the time there's music going on. But there's times when you take the music away so yeah. that you feel its absence, and then you feel the drama more. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard different things from different people about. It. I've heard. I've read some people say. It kind of oh, depends on who greatest, you are. I think this is the game of the year. The story is excellent. It's awesome. It's great. and plays great. And then I've heard other people who played it go, I really can't get into it. The story doesn't make sense. It's very whatever. And you know, so it seems like... story makes perfect sense for a Final Fantasy game. Or yeah. whatever. It's not like... I don't know, you can tell very much that, like, hey, this is a, if it were uh, named properly, be like Final Fantasy X Game of Thrones, because it's kind of a cross <laughs> between the two. <laughs> so it's still very much got the Final Fantasy JRPG sort of tone and right. things to it, mixed with, hey, we're being more gritty, dark, like Game of Thrones at the same time. It's like a weird combination yeah <laughs> but it's kind of fun i like it i like the combat the combat was i like well, that's what kind of sold it to me from the demo and it only gets better from there because looking back hey that's very simple at the beginning of the game right. so you have kind of like it's very much different combat which i think some you know long time fans of final fantasy are not 
sure about that part of the game. Some yeah. of them are because they like other games too, but because it's not turn-based, it's very different. And that's kind of what got me interested in it in the first place because some of the other Final Fantasies I've bounced off of. So I'm like, oh, I'll try this one. And I yeah. tried the demo and I was like, okay, I will buy it because I like this enough, I will play it. And uh, so, you know, like the combat's very much like you have a button for a fast attack and then you have a button for um, like magic so you can throw like fireballs when you start the game because your character has kind of like fireball fire uh abilities and then you get like more fun special abilities you can do you can like unlock something where if you hold down your button you'll like charge up your sword and that will get fire aspect you can hold as long Hmm. as you want and then when you let go it'll hit yeah so you can do all sorts of different things to build it in and then there's on the ability tree, sometimes your abilities and things will have a couple of layers, uh, levels before you master them. So, like, each time you get something a little bit more. So there's one where, like, when you jump in the air and then you hit this button combo, you'll, like, do a downward strike. And then when you upgrade it, it adds fire to it. Uh. So, stuff like that. Or you get, like, magic, more magic abilities. So you have a lot of those where, like, you do this cool upward strike thing that has kind of, like, these fire, fiery wings and stuff. Uh, that's what, that's what we, we, Robert, on we need Robert on the show. He would, yeah, he would, yeah, yeah, I know. He'd be like, <laughs> oh, he'd be, he'd be asking questions, picking your brain, talking about it. It'd be, it'd be nuts. And I know he's yeah, been I mean, playing I'm sure it a I can lot, answer so. some of it. I'm, I don't know. I can answer all of it because I'm not like a long-time Final <laughs> Fantasy person. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, you know, that's I've yeah. dabbled here and there, but like Robert is definitely the Final Fantasy. Oh guy. yeah, he's, and he's and definitely. I, yeah. I know he's been playing it because I, I see him pop on on. And I'd be like. I I would guess he would like this because God, the Final he's, Fantasy he's, 14 team is the team that made right. this game, and he likes Final Fantasy 14. They're very different like, games, but still. Right. But yeah, I've gone, so like the story has kind of like almost like a prologue-y thing. It was mostly the demo, and then you get into like the main part of the game because like the demo is most of it is where the main character, Clive, is like 15, 16, something like that, and it's like 10 or 15 years later is when the most of the game happens. Mm. And, you know, bad things happen that put him into a different position than where he was when he was growing up. So you got to, like, deal with that. And then there's, like, all this sort of plot that kicks off and, like, oh, hey, here's this is happening. And then you, after a while, get more, like, into the main uh, structure of missions or whatever. Like, we're going to do this. And then we have to do this five times, basically. And I've done that three times. And I'm almost to the number four of doing that. Mm. So... I've probably played 30-ish hours at least. I don't know. Like I said, I'd have to look at my save. Yeah. Like doing all the side quests, even though the side quests are kind of mostly dumb. <laughs> As they, a lot of them are in, 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 except yeah. like Witcher. Yeah, that's about the only game that I've found the side quests I mean, really there's other done. games that do some pretty good side quests. Like Witcher is notable because some of the side quests aren't side quests. Yeah. They're more like, these are main quests that don't necessarily specifically tie into the main game, but they're still the same kind of thing. Whereas, like, when other games like Final Fantasy sixteen say side quests, what they mean is, hey, go get some stuff and bring it back to this guy or this person. Or, like, go here and then go here to do a thing and you're done. They're very simple. Whereas, like, that's what Witcher 3 did with a lot of, not all of, but a lot of the side quests were a little more complicated than that, so they're more engaging. This is, you get a few that are a little bit better, but most of them are very either fetch questy or go, yeah, go here, kill all these monsters, go back and tell the person, get your reward. There's plenty of those. Some of them have a nice little twist that you're like, ugh. 
And <laughs> a lot of them I, I like because they get you some more world building stuff or some character stuff. So if you're like in your base and someone gives you a side quest, you usually get some nice dialogue from it. So cool. that's why I do it. So it's just more of like some character insights or world building insights. The quest itself is like, yeah, this was fine. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are fun though, because like eventually in the game you unlock this uh, like hunt board where you have special monsters and stuff out there that are kind of like graded. So they're out in kind of like your different map. Uh, open open world is like a not really an open world. It's very right. much like open areas that are interconnected but yeah you have several different maps and stuff that you go to but like just out there in the world there's these monsters you can go and kill them and then you get special kind of like crafting materials that like eventually if you get enough of them you can build some cool stuff but yeah like as you play through the game you get different magical abilities so i have four different types now yes four i have four different types of magical abilities so i have stuff that's like fire based um, electricity, uh, wind, and earth. Those are the ones I currently have. And they're all very fun and very flashy. And by the time you get to where I'm at, you're barely doing regular attacks at all anymore because you're just like, <laughs> I'm saving up these. <laughs> and then, so what's really fun is when you have uh, enemies have kind of like a almost a stamina bar. That's not what they call it. But like once you break it, they're stunned. Mm-hmm. And then you can unload on them, and you get bonus damage for like like each hit that you hit them when they're in that state builds up a multiplier. So the longer, you know, the later hits cause more damage. So it's like, all right, I staggered them. Now I'm gonna hit them with this uh, special move that's like really quite quick, punches and stuff, quick slashes, and hit them with the other thing that's like a world thing that does a bunch of hits. And then I'll hit them with my big like lightning attack that hits them and that's more damage than it normally is. It's all about maximizing the damage on like yeah. the boss fights. Then you got peons that you're just like, I have a couple of big uh, area of effect spells now that when I just run, I run into a bunch of guys, but like, <laughs> eat all this magic, and they're like, oh, we're dead. Yeah, just it's keep running. <laughs> Get out of the way. But yeah, the, the story's pretty cool. Um, some of the villains are like, a couple of the villains are my favorite characters, mm. and then now the villains that I liked are no longer around because I've defeated them. <laughs> I'm left over with the other villain who's fine. We just haven't seen as much of him yet because you see him uh, a little bit here and there as you go, but now it's going to focus on a little bit more. I think that the other ones are out of the way. It's like, aha, now I will come out from behind the curtain and you can, you know, fight me now or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I like the story makes plenty of sense or whatever for just kind of like a big fantasy thingy. What are, what, are people's, like, what are people's biggest complaints about it? It's just like people complain about the story or they complain about like the gameplay. I don't know. People always complain about yeah, the I don't gameplay. know. I've heard complaints yeah. about everything. Depends on who you are. Because <laughs> yeah. I think there's plenty of people who are bummed that it's not like a turn-based Final uh, Fantasy thing. Yeah. I think there's some people who are mistakenly thinking, oh, this oh. is just not Final Fantasy at all. I was like, dude, there's so much JRPG in this. It's just the combat system's not turn-based. Yeah. It's it's I'd say it's not like a tales game, but it's sort of like a tales game, and that it's more actiony and flashy. It doesn't control the same way, but yeah, like a lot of tales games. Not that other Final Fantasy games aren't flashy as well with their turn-based right. stuff, but I was hoping it's for all turn-based, about direct button inputs. I, just I mean, they like, could I have. Like I think. But... 
Yeah. I think another thing that some people are missing is because it's not turn-based, you're just uh, they also don't have like character switching or anything, yeah. so you're not playing as any of the other people in your party. And there's also like you see a little bit of a glimmer of what they could have done because you have like a dog companion that you get partway in the game, and you can give him like like commands. He has like three things on the D-pad you can do. That people are like, well, why couldn't we do that with companions too? So you could be like, hey, do your cool ability or something. Yeah. I'd say I'd say that some people are probably complaining about that. I'm not missing it. It's fine. It's just like I didn't yeah. have any expectations going into it, so. You know, I don't have anything of that, so what I've played, it's fun. Well, it's it's different. I wouldn't say it's, know, like, right. the best game ever, either, so right. it's just, like, it's really good. Like, it's very well polished, just, like, all of the, like, interface stuff and yeah. the menus and all that's really nice looking, and it handles very smoothly. The load times are, like, super, super fast. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, do, I, do I prefer turn-based? Yeah. I, I, I prefer turn over action, but, I mean... If it's done right, I don't mind actually. I mean, really. this is I'm almost I'm backwards on Final Fantasy from what I am from like Yakuza because yeah. I like the one that's turn based there in that series better yeah. than the couple others that I tried playing. And then this one I've tried playing the, some of the turn based or hybrid ones. I didn't like them as much. Although I'd say with Final Fantasy 15, it was a bit more about just the actual like environment. Like, hey, we're a bunch of bro dudes running around in a convertible for some reason. Yeah, but fantasy is like. I just didn't vibe with it. I didn't either. I I didn't, and I bought it, and I was like, "Oh, Final Fantasy." I mean, I played it yeah, probably so. at least a dozen hours. I gave it a pretty good chance. I got to, yeah. I got to try the fishing mini game, which was fun. But you know, I just stopped playing it after a while because I got bored. Yeah, I I did too. Mm-hmm. I I got bored with that one, and that's kind of well. The reason I didn't get this one is because I didn't want it on PlayStation. I wanted it on PC whenever that happened. So yeah, they'll be. I would say it'll be out on PC within you know a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, like it just depends on how long it takes them to port it because i i don't have time to play it on the playstation i don't have time to sit down here i'd only be able to play it on saturday nights and that'd be about it so it's like, yeah. yeah if i get it i want it on pc so i can play it on the ally if it'll run on there how well it'll run on there we'll find out whenever they yeah it, we'll find out when they port it yeah, we'll they our discussions from earlier we now they're working on it oh it'll run really it just put... may burn the system up i mean it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll... hey What's that's that sound? because you have Is that bacon powers. Yeah, exactly. Your character has fire powers, so if he burns up your, you know, device, that that's fitting. You know? Yeah, exactly. We'll I mean, I'm liking this enough that, like, if there's enough time in between it and there's nothing, not as much else going on when the port on PC comes out, I might buy it again. Who yeah. knows? We'll see how I feel once I finish the game, but well, so far, I'm deep into it and really liking it, so if, it's fun. If they do it anything like Final Fantasy VII, when it comes out, they'll have a steep discount, you know, on PC for it anyway. Yeah. So. Um, who knows yeah, we'll find out know. whenever they actually get it done <laughs> yeah exactly so. so yeah then I have a couple of the games that I've been playing on the ally I put a bunch of things on. I bought several things in Steam sale and then installed some things I already had some new things on the ally for on my trip and then I ended up playing I did actually not on here I played Forager but that's just like whatever that's a time waster game Yeah. not much mm-hmm. to talk about it there it's like hey Click things, harvest things, craft things, repeat. I've played it before. Just, I think I like it better on the handheld, though. It plays really good there. Yeah. Then I played a game on Game Pass called Dordone. It's like... Mm. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation. It's it's spelt different than that, but they say it in the game, and then it's been a while since I've played it, so I probably am 
Still not quite correct there. Uh, anybody who lives in France or whatever will tell yeah. me because it's an actual place. That's what I was going to say. I believe. It's a, it's I think a river. It's a, town and, it's a town and a river. Yeah, when I, when I searched for it, I had to put steam after it so I could see what it was because it kept yeah, wanting yeah, to bring up like the place the, in France. Like, <laughs> or the uh, tried and true put game after yeah, the title. I had to do that for it. some other games where it's just like, oh, it could Google might think you mean this. But yeah. So I I got it cut off of you know Game Pass, but it's because the art style is really cool. I like the trailer and stuff of it, and I remember I had bookmarked it a while back, and then I saw it came out on Game Pass not too long mm-hmm. ago. And it's all kind of this woman is going to what was her grandmother's house and going through it because I think she I can't remember if she's inheriting it or if it's just like she has to go through it because they're going to sell it and clean it out soon or whatever because her father who had a bad relationship with his grandmother doesn't want her to be there or something or there's some drama that I haven't quite gotten to the end of the game yet and then the structure of it is as you go you like find something and it triggers a memory and then you're back in time as like the character is a little girl like seven eight or something I forget visiting her grandmother's house for the first time spending mm. the summer there and then like some of the adventures that they have like hey this is the time we did this thing this is the time we went to the market this is yeah. the time that we went down the river and had a picnic and different things happened so and it's i'd say it's the closest thing to it would be like a point and click adventure game but not quite as like puzzly based or anything it's very much like Maybe put like a point and click uh, adventure game and put a little bit of walking simulator in it, except it's not like a 3D version of that. It's just 2D wandering around with fun, uh, kind of not watercolor, but kind of illustrated and a little bit of painting kind of look to the yeah. art style. It's it has a game. very unique art style. I was watching the video here of it. it looks yeah, really it's cool. really, really nice looking and it, it plays pretty well too, so. I'm enjoying it. Most of it's voice acted, even though you've also got like the text uh, pop up stuff too. Oh, that's cool. I like I like it when it's voice acted. Yeah, so like if you want to skip it, you can. But if you want to hear the voice acting, that's really good. You can do that too. Now, did you play this on the Ally, or did you? Yeah, yeah, I was playing it on the Ally. Does it play real good? I guess I guess it has controller support. So, yep. It does, it does. It's cool. I mean, it's it's a Game Pass game. It'd be weird if it didn't yeah, have to support it. Yeah. Except for the few that are like PC-only you know, right, things on Game yeah. Pass, most of them are going to be uh, And that's what I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was on consoles or if it was like a PC-only. It's both. Yeah, it's yeah. both. Yeah. Cool. Whenever I get my ally back, I might actually download that and play it. It looks interesting. I'd seen the the little header thing, you know, when it's like recently added. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that looks unique, but I didn't download yeah. it. It's very much an indie game that's like, I don't know, it's probably a small team or at least the creative team is like one or two people because it seems very much like, hey, this is something about my own personal experience that I'm going to put out there into a game. There's other games that are kind of, you know, you could describe this in a similar way, even though they're different games. And yeah, it's got a cool art style and it's just mostly chill. There's not like anything crazy going on like, oh no, a monster's going to eat your face. It's just like, all right, I just want to chill and play a game with a fun little story. Yeah. Nice one. So yeah, I'll have to, I definitely need to go back. It's been a little bit since I've played it. So I need to go back and finish it because I don't think it's supposed to be very long. I put maybe, I don't know, three hours into it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would be a real long game. Yeah, it's probably 10 or less. I don't know. I've actually looked, but I would be surprised if it's more than 10. Yeah. It's probably closer to like 6, six 7, something like that, uh, based on kind of like how it feels like I've gone through maybe half of it at this point. 
anyway, so I also bought Dave the Diver when that uh, hype was kicking up when it hit uh, full release or what have you, I guess. And everyone's like, Dave the Diver. I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You not, fun. Do you not remember me it talking awesome. about it? Do you not you remember yeah, me talking about it? I don't know. I do not remember you talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought it. I bought it. Oh, geez. Uh, like I said, I think I bought it back in March. I don't remember. I, we were doing res- beer cooler resets. I think I bought it back in March. I played a lot of it back then. It was. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of the year. I love it. it is oh, really yeah. Fun. It's a lot of people's, I think. This was kind of like I paid attention to it, and then I put it on my, bookmarked it, and then when the Steam sale came along, it's like a little discount, but I was like, I'll buy it anyway because I want to play it. And it plays really good on the Ally. It looks really nice, all the yeah. pixel art on anything i'm sure because it's really fun pixel art but it's like a really kind of like semi-goofy concept but you're just like this big middle-aged dude who like gets called in because you you're a diver and this like other guy that you know he wants you to go diving so that you can get stuff to like you got like this magical what they call it like the big blue hole or something yeah something like that yeah it's just and it's magical every time you go in it's different so you can find different fish and stuff and then you can bring them back to other sushi restaurants yeah we're gonna build it right on the beach the sushi restaurant (laughs) so there'll be something different every day it'll be great i'm just a diver i'm going to retire i don't want to that's kind of how it starts but i don't know the fun thing about the game so like you have kind of different time periods of like morning afternoon and like evening time and morning afternoon you do dives and then in the evening time you're serving at the uh sushi restaurant and so you're diving in you're like hey you're catching fish with like a little harpoon gun you also have like a little uh knife that you can use to cut plants or try and attack things that attack you but don't do that it doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) I found that out early on and decided, nope, you got to do it from range. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're just getting, it's a bunch of collecting different things so you can collect different kinds of fish. There's a ton of them. You eventually get a little app in your in-game smartphone that's like, hey, here, this will track all of the fish that you catch, but they're trading cards. Ooh, so you can get different quality versions of it. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly, I can check it a couple times. Be like, wait, where was that fish again? Oh, it's in this zone. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, you're going, and you're also like picking up seashells. You're picking up rope and pieces of wood, and you're getting like copper ore and iron ore and stuff like that, so you can like craft guns. You get guns underwater. Yeah. I've gotten, I think, four or five of them so far. I've got like a regular gun. I've got a shotgun thing. I've got a net gun. I've got a tranquilizer gun and a sniper rifle. And once I got the sniper rifle, I was finally like, yes, this shark is dead. (laughs) Yeah, like, there's sharks, and there's a main mission not too far in that's like, hey, uh, we need this shark so that we can make this shark head sushi for this special person so that you can progress this main quest. So I'm like, okay, I'll go find this shark, and just instantly just, like, dead. So I'm like, all right, I need more firepower. So eventually I got one with... I found some upgrades because you can find temporary upgrades for each run, some that you get. And then later, I think there's ways you can permanently upgrade your uh, weapons. But I got some upgrades so I wouldn't kill a shark. And then later, when I unlocked the sniper rifle, it has a laser sight on it so you can shoot from laser. much further away. It's like, haha, I got you, shark. I got you in like four hits. 
But uh, yeah, and then there's like all sorts of like goofiness in it where when you're running the sushi restaurant, anytime that you upgrade something, it goes into a cool cutscene that looks like a cross between the Iron Chef and a Kung Fu movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all very super over the top where you're like doing all like the chef dude who runs the sushi restaurant is doing stuff like he's chopping something or preparing something, but the, like the way that they frame it is all very cinematic as if it was filmed even though it's all pixel art. And so I was, like, doing all these things with, like, cool kung fu movie-style tropes with, like, shings and, like, lens flare pops and all sorts of different, like, whoosh pans and stuff. It's really fun. And then you also have kind of, like, main quests that sometimes trigger a cutscene. And there's a whole plot that I'm not too far in where there's this guy when you get artifacts for the sea people, which is basically mermaids. Yeah. And there's some sort of scary giant octopus down on in there that sunk a ship and stared at me from the background once, and then I haven't seen it since. <laughs> so I'm get, I'm betting this game is going to get even weirder the deeper you get yeah. into it. Yeah. It's just super fun to just like, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to collect all these things this time because I want to, uh, you know, you get some things where... Your smartphone has so many icons in it in the game, so there's ones where it's like, hey, collect these items to get, like, points, and then when you get enough points, you get, like, a cool talisman thingy or whatever, and then you get more for level two or three. Your restaurant has, they have basically kind of like a, uh, what do they call it? Cooksta. That's the app that they call it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. (laughs) So people, when they come to your thing, they will, like, put actual posts that you can read if you want on there, and then once your rating goes up on there... Then you unlock new stuff so you can have more recipes on your menu or and you can like get more cooking staff and stuff like that. It's tied in. Um, there's like things you can do to upgrade your gear. So in order to go deeper, you have to get like better uh, oxygen capacity, better uh, diving suits so you can go deeper. You need to get um, better uh, storage capacity so you can hold more stuff, you know. So March it's 25th, just a lot of dip- that's when I got it. March 25th, I yeah. went back through the notes. So. <laughs> There's a lot of different fun systems uh, on top of each other for just, like, upgrades and yeah. collections and all this stuff. And it's, I don't know, you call it an RPG, it's a different than any other RPG, but it's got a lot of RPG kind of yeah, mechanics it really and stuff does. in it. But it's all about, like, hey, get fish to help this sushi restaurant. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> but then you're actually, you're still serving it. So, like, you still, like, you have to, you're like a... Because you're a fat dude, you move very slow, and then you hold like your sprint button, and he's like waddles a bit faster. But like the bar goes down, so you have to be careful that he doesn't get out of breath. But uh, you have to go all the way to the end to get this person before they, uh, you know, or get mad and leave. You got to give them their stuff. Yeah. So yeah. It's... Eventually, you hire like NPC um, people to help you out, so you can put them in the kitchen or put them out to serve. So it helps. So it's not just one person doing yeah. it all, but. And if I remember the trailer, there's some other stuff that I haven't gotten to yet. Then I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. Like, you're doing different things that I haven't even seen yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I need very to... fun. Definitely worth playing. It's fun. It's funny that it's another kind of like fishing based game that comes kind of out of nowhere from the indie scene because mm-hmm. we had the other one earlier this year that I really, really liked that now I'm forgetting the name of off the top of my head. But the like the, the dredge, kind of like the dredge. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they, are they, what's the big difference between the two? I think I was more interested in the They're team. very different games. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. very different games. Well, one's, one's a roguelike, right? 
Day of the Diver has a little bit of roguelike things in that it's sort of different underwater each time you go, but not that much. I've the other, the other one is like, like three you, configurations. Yeah, the other one you can't be out at night, right? Or it's like tougher at night or something. Yeah, that's what yeah, Dredge is. Dredges, like at yeah. night, it gets a little bit, you know, creepier and dangerous at night. But then also, there's stuff that's only out at night that you can catch. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, those are but that one's two. very much a 3D game, and you're going around, and yeah. there's some there's there are some missions and things like that, but it's more about selling the, you know, some of the Salvage fish and crafting and fish, some stuff. And yeah. They do have some overlap a little bit, and that like their systems for like, hey, catch fish and then use those fish to get you know sell them or get things. But yeah. those those two games are that, my, not too much. Dave the Diver and Dredge are in my top five games of the year so far. I mean, now are... we just need a third one to come out of nowhere that also starts with a D and has to do with fishing, <laughs> because like yeah. Dredge and Dave the Diver, we just need a third one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're both. Those are both. Buy them, just buy them. I mean, they're they're. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. interested in uh, at least the diver. Diver, it's on my list. I know Dredge is, I think, twenty was like the twenty dollar range. I think Dave the Diver is also twenty or maybe yep. thirty. I can't remember. No, it's, it's twenty bucks. I just had it up on the Steam yeah. to see. Yeah, it's twenty dollars. So but yeah, they're not expensive, and they, you get way more than what you pay for. I'd say for mm-hmm. both of them. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I need really to get back them? into Dave the Diver. I need to need to get back in because I think Dredge oh. came out shortly thereafter, and I started playing it, and then didn't go back to Dave. So. So, a secret hack for Dave the Diver. You do much better if you're listening to Holy Diver by Dio. <laughs> it got in my head because every time in my head, I would hear it like he's singing Dave the Diver. So, it's like, Dave. <laughs> like in my head every time i was reading it like on a screen somewhere like and i was like okay now i have to play it while listening to it just because that popped my head and yeah it's fun that's hilarious it's silly it's stupid like a few of the lyrics even kind of sort of apply to what you're doing yeah. like vaguely <laughs> that's funny uh, we need the weird Al version that's like uh holy diver but it's like about dave the diver instead yeah I'm sure he would do something like that. Yeah, if he's... Bring him up. Hey, hey, Weird Al, what you doing? Yeah, hey, I got a great idea for you, man. Why don't you work on this? We, we, like, we he, really need... like he never gets suggestions like no, every second of never, every day. No, nobody ever, <laughs> nobody ever would do that. No, uh-uh. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much kind of what I've been playing for the moment. I've got a whole bunch of other things like, man, I want to play these. Will I have time to do them? I don't know. Yeah. Baldur's Gate's coming soon. And then after Starfield that, we got... Is... And like three things, in, I think there's at least three things in September and October, and then one or two in November that I want to play. I'm like, I'm not going to have time to get to all of those. Yeah. Good grief. All right, Eric. So I know you've been playing a lot of Diablo. Are you level 100 yet? Level 100. Hardcore. Ah, no, no. Hardcore level 100 I, never I, died. No. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that the uh, the grind in Diablo Four is not. Uh, it's, people it's don't per- like it. It's pretty level. grindy. So I am level sixty one with my uh, rogue, and I've got a level thirty two druid and a level twenty or twenty one necromancer. The druid's interesting because it's just like a tank class. I'm doing the cocaine cocaine bear build cocaine. to just smash just smash stuff. Um. Rogue is fun. I mean, yeah, you're nightmare ter- nightmare tier, so you're doing dungeons, trying to get the loot. Uh, there's some world events going on. It's fun doing the party, but I was telling my brother this week, I was like, I'm a little burnt out. Like, ah. yeah. I know season one's coming soon, but so is Baldur's Gate three. Right. You, I already bought that like a month ago. And I haven't played it yet, so I need to play a little bit before it comes out. But I'm very excited. I was reading up on the classes and stuff. 
I'm very interested. Oh man, I, I, it's gonna be so for Baldur's Gate. Well, okay, done with the Diablo talk. Baldur's Gate three. I, I have no, I have no idea what class I want to play. You know, maybe I'll be like a thief. Maybe I'll be a druid. But I saw there's some other cool races and stuff. I don't know. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be like, I don't know. You know, it's like it's like playing the Elder Scrolls game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's so much. You, this race, this kind of elf gets this bonus. I'm like, all right, sure, I'll be that. But this, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm very excited. Yeah, anyway, it, what little bit of it I played, it's really good. So I, I, yeah, I kind of just... I'm so busy the next couple weekends, but I think the last weekend of this month, I have a little bit of time, so I'm going to try to squeeze in just a couple hours. Just enough to give me a taste it. It runs. I'll be like, oh, God, so cool. Why it, did I never finish the second game? It really runs good on Steam Deck. <laughs> right. yeah, take, that, take that with me. I thought about taking it with me camping, too, but I'm like, yeah, I mean, you have to use the track pads and stuff, but it works oh, yeah. really well. Yeah. It works oh, really, really well. Uh, You're uh, saying I could be watching football in the fall, playing some borders. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Man, you really, you really, you really sending the perfect message. Um, let's see. So, what else? <laughs> what else am I playing? Um, I got a review code for Dungeon uh, Double Dragon Gaiden mm. on uh, Series S. It's pretty good. Um. I forgot that uh, Double Dragon is a game where there is no dash or dodge mechanic, not like Streets of Rage. And let me tell you, it's slightly irritating. But, you know, it's got that classic sort of like 18-bit, 16-bit style. Uh, it's got co-op. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, combat's fun. There's some cool, like, uh, special attacks you can do. You can use it to, like, um, like buy, like, more more health, more attacks, uh, weapons and stuff. Man, I played for, like, maybe a couple hours. It, it is fun. Uh, boss fights are a little bit challenging. I really wish there was a dodge mechanic, but other than that, it's it's good. It's got nice little music. It's very small down though, so yeah. they, they definitely did a good job. I'll try to finish up that review this week when I have a little more time. But I've been I've been pretty impressed so far. But yeah, oh, I always like cool. the I always like those little beat 'em up games. Like you know, if, if it, somebody if it's like hey check it out, I'm like even if I didn't get it for review, I probably would love it. Yeah. just because it's just you know I like those. They're fun to play casually, kind of you know. And it looks on. it looks like it plays very old school with like oh, yeah. newer school old, yep. newer retro graphics. Like like you're playing like like you're playing turtles. <laughs> that makes any much. sense whatsoever. It's old, it's mold, it's cold, yeah. I don't know. It, it can play, fold. I mean it looks like <laughs> Oh yeah, and there's a bunch of unlockable characters too, because they give you three, you know, they give you Billy and Jimmy, right? Right? Those are the two guys in Double Dragon. Billy so. and the other guy. Billy and, and what the other? Jeffy. Jimmy. It's Jimmy. Jimmy and then there's yeah. another guy. And then there's like five or like four or five other unlockables. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. We need to get those. Can I see what's up? Yeah, it totally, just by looking at the video, it totally looks like mm-hmm. it plays like the original one, but it oh, has oh, yeah. newer retro yeah. style graphics like, yeah! on it. Yeah. Kicking them in the head. Getting those weapons. Throwing yeah. them at them. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, it just definitely takes me back. And uh, randomly, I bought uh, Gun Valkyrie for the original Xbox. I've never played it. I like the Sega games on the original Xbox. I just fixed my modded Xbox maybe a month ago. Let anyway. Me, let me tell you something. I bought that game on release day on the original Xbox when it came out. I still have it over there on the shelf with the receipt in the in the box. Ooh, maybe. I was I was working at Funko Land at the time and I was the only person. What's, what's Funko Land? Yeah, well, GameStop. <laughs> I was the only person in the Greensboro oh, yeah. area that bought that game. I was the only person. Nobody ever else not, came in to get the other copy. Where did of. I get it? Oh, it was on. Uh, I belonged to this big like uh, buy sell Discord. Of course I do. And somebody had it on sale, complete for like twenty seven bucks shipped. I'm like, that's yeah. yeah, like a thirty four dollar game. I'll buy it. And then. 
I was looking on the Series S. They had it on the store for like four bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, buy it there too. Yeah, but well, but, uh, yeah, you got it digitally. It's but... definitely an action game of its time. Uh, the controls definitely take a little bit getting used to it. It is yeah. fun. It is fun. The controls and that stupid camera. But uh, it's it's good. I'm like, uh, that's why. I, yeah, you're like, I want extra buttons, but there really aren't in this game. Yeah. It's cool. Like definitely like the Sega releases, you know, that came out on Xbox and stuff. I'm always interested in stuff like that. So, and it always makes uh, you wonder if those are old games that were going to be on the Dreamcast, Dreamcast that just never yeah. came to fruition. I wonder. It, it kind of reminds me of um, just in the, in the like a little bit like half an hour I played. It, I I kept thinking about Vanquish too when I was yeah. playing it too, which I really like that game too. Yeah. So you know all those all those games, but I just yeah, I haven't played too much outside Diablo, but dabbling a little bit here and there. I'm almost uh, done with uh, Dead Island Two as well. I have like maybe two or three hours left of that, and I try to get back to it. But that Diablo game came out. Yeah. Baldur's Gate comes out. And I'm gonna be like, all right, yeah. I'm not gonna go back. And <laughs> my buddy's like, come on, Elden Ring, let's get back and play some more. I'm like, there's this other thing, Baldur's Gate. I'm, I'm not gonna have time for Elden. Speaking, speaking of Baldur's Gate, have either of you guys watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie? Uh, I have, yeah, I watched it with my wife. Yeah, I watched it. I watched about. I watched a little bit of it the other day because I didn't realize it was on uh, Paramount Plus. Oh, it's yeah. actually really good. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> oh, this is a really funny. good movie. It's great." And yeah. then, and so my wife was like, "Wasn't there like another thing?" I was like, "Oh yes, there was a movie from the early 2000s Oh yeah, there was. Uh, She's like, "We should we should watch it, Mike." Okay, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna no, uh, warn her. No. I'm like, well, and then I found out what makes it crazy is there were two sequels. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and yeah, they're awful. DVD. Yeah, they are. They're terrible. I mean, that's there's other stuff too that's come out there, but the recent one is definitely the most successful yeah. they've ever I, done. I get, and I never watched the cartoon as a kid. That was from the '80s, right? There was yep. one season. I remember watching the cartoon yeah. as a kid. Yeah, entertaining. I'll check it out. Yeah, probably the cartoon characters someplace. are in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's neat. They're but, like a cameo kind of in the... That's cool. Well, sort of background. Is there any mid, cameo from the, from the other <laughs> movies at all? Was there anything from the other movies? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Not that, mm-hmm. I, not no. that I know of. But, but if you're a big they... D&D nerd, you can see like almost all the time like which spells <laughs> that they're casting oh, yeah. and uh-huh. that type of stuff. If you know well, what's I, going I, on, I laughed can, at some of the places. I'm like, hee 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 for that. Like yeah. I know where Boulder State is. I don't remember where it is. Oh, that's great. My wife my wife liked it because she's like, it was entertaining enough, but then all of us that played like D and D or played the games, like <laughs> there's little references. Yeah. It's funny to me. I was, yeah, I, it was good. It was yeah, well produced. I, I, it was, it was really good. Yeah, and like I said, I haven't even finished watching it yet. I just kind of, I was getting ready to go to bed, and I was like, I right, let me just, I got, I got a half hour to kill. Let me pull it up and see yeah, what it's like because I, I figure me and Nikki will watch it. So it was like, I yeah. watched about the first half hour, forty five minutes of it. And went, wow, okay, this is really good. It's it's funny, but it's but it's interesting. Yeah. You know, they do a good job of balancing kind of like fun adventure and mm-hmm. comedy with some more uh, dramatic stuff. So it's just kind of like a really good mix. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I, I was very surprised. Versus Speaking the of- like two thousands one, which oh. is just like. Yeah, no, you didn't know what you were doing. Uh, no idea. Way too serious, and it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Speaking of uh, speaking of movies, I went and saw Mission Impossible. Uh, oh yeah, morning. I did that uh, work. Uh, work had free tickets, so we went. It was good. I was very entertained. Cool. A little disappointed as part one. I was like, oh, come on, I don't want to wait two years. They've been advertising that as part yeah, one since the first trailer. Like. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the trailers. I just know I like Mission Impossible, and I'm always. It's not like Dune, where it was just Dune, and then when people you saw in the theater, <laughs> part it. one yeah. shows up. So no. no, this they've been saying is part yeah, one since yeah. they were filming it. Even they're like, hey, we're then, doing part one and then part two. I kind of got to thinking. I'm going to have to go back and watch. Like, am I? 
Mission Impossible 2 or 3. I'm pretty sure. I know I saw those back in the day, but I'm like, I haven't seen those recently. The last one that I saw was, was Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Rogue Nation's good, too. I those, those, all, those, all those new ones are good. The pro- Ghost Protocol would be four, so five and six—they're the best ones. Yeah, I know. And I was four. Was four the first one they started doing with like the three with like the face, the mask printing stuff? Was that? I, I, think, that, I think that was in no. four, right? No, no that, that was, was the first five, one, wasn't it? Or three? They've had the mask since the first one, but like a little printer device. Yeah. Oh, the first yeah, that's three. right. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. You're right. I've three, seen these three. movies way too many times. Yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't seen the them one, enough. So, which which, one, which one's the one where he does like? Which one's the one? Is he scaling the cliff? Is that three, yeah, two, two? And what about the one with like the motorcycle fight where they both jump off and hit mid yeah. mid air? Is that the two? That's two. Okay. So okay. which one See, is I, the I, one where they? But how long was like without getting on the without looking? Four. There was a big gap between three and <laughs> there's a big gap in the releases between three and four, like five six years, right, or longer. I don't remember uh, how long it was. I, I, I seem like yeah yeah. So I just remember we're like three was JJ Abrams, four was Brad Bird, and then five and six and seven are and who did uh, who did two and three? Three was JJ Abrams, two was <laughs> okay, John Wu, and then the Oh first yeah, John Wu, uh, that's what I thought. The yeah. first one is uh, Brian Dumbledore. John Wu likes to ramp stuff up. Okay, so Mission Impossible One was ninety six, two was two thousand. I, I, I saw that in the theaters. Okay, so I saw that many times in the theater. I think I saw the original five, five cool. times in the theater. Okay. I watched the TV show back in the day as a <laughs> yeah. kid. Like, I I so, so, so here you go. Um, 96 for one, 2000 for two, 06 for three. 06? Um, Man. 11, 2011 for uh, Protocol, which would have been four. Rogue Nation was 15. Fallout yeah. was 18. And then, of course, this one is July of this year. And then the next one's not till June of next year. Well, okay. Next year, 2024. Yeah. I, I mean, I this, could do that. This one but probably that, would have been out at least last but, year. Just yeah. Filming, yeah. Is, filming is suspended right now because of the strike. Right. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully they still I think it. they've already filmed it. Oh, no, wait. It says right here, currently suspended. Not all of it. Not so, all yeah, of it. Cause they're, yeah, it says right here. What else? They filmed some of it, but not all of it. Yeah. Speaking of movies, which else is crazy? Is that like a month ago at a yard sale, I bought some stuff. The guy had the Blu-ray collection of Bond, everything, mint. You know the Blu-ray box set? You've seen it before, right? And I brought it home. My wife was like, oh, she's like, I've only watched like the ones with like, you know, like the ones from the the late 90s or, you know, the more recent ones. I'm like, all right, this fall. We're watching them all. I tell you Sean what, Sean Connery. I've watched. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of them. Since they like, come on, Doctor Bill. Since they put them all up on Prime, I would oh, watch yeah. a couple of them. I tell you what, some of them, some of them with the You're with like, Sean Connery <laughs> with the with the women and the stuff. It's like, ooh, that stuff I'm hasn't aged man. well. It's a I little. Would say you can't say that now. It's a little. Yeah, it's, yeah. A little yeah. it's a little. It's a little rapey. Yeah. I'm more surprised <laughs> if there's some that like aren't that way. When you go back, that'd be yeah. surprising to me. Maybe yeah. like mm, I think the yeah, I think like the, the, old like ones, the I think the Dalton ones probably Dalton. The Dalton ones are fine. There's, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, they're it's, pretty. They've kept those ones pretty. Those fine. ones from the '60s, though, it's like you watch them. It's like, ooh, boy, that <laughs> that stuff did not well, age well. It's like well. the time that <laughs> they were made, plus the books that they're adapted yeah, from, are yeah, even right. worse than the movies. Yeah, so it's just like, ooh. it's like, <laughs> I was pretty, ooh, I don't I remember him being that. 
Did that? Did it have spectrum? Am I? Am I? I was pretty I think excited. It had, it, 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 I think that said, if it didn't, it have a spot for it, so you could buy yeah, it and then yeah. put it in the collection. So I was pretty excited. I mean, yeah. amongst all the games I bought, I was like, "Ooh, what is this? We all Ooh, I, sell I, it to me for ten dollars? Okay." The, the sad that's thing, like a pretty expensive. Yeah, it set. is. It's about 80, 80 to hundred dollars. You can catch it on sale for fifty sometimes. Um, and my buddy's like, just, you gotta, "I think they just had it on the Prime Day yeah, sale I think it was for probably. super cheap." Yeah, 40, I almost bought Game of Thrones, but season oh, seven man. and eight just has ruined that show for me. Oh, my, my like, buddy, my I buddy would offered buy it, it, but I'll never watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my buddy offered it to me. He had the complete set. It's all DVD though, and he was like, "Oh, you could have everything. The last like three seasons are sealed. I, I'll do like 40. And I was like looking at my shelf, going, "Where am I gonna put this? I can watch it <laughs> digitally right now." And I watched it like, yeah. two times. I can't tell you the Ooh. last time I bought a movie. Yeah, like a and I don't buy movie. stuff. I, I can. I just I want to re- scream six. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a buddy a buddy that works in the film industry locally, and he's like, oh, he's like, there's this company, there's a store down the road that he's like, they always get like overstock. He's showing me these like rare DVDs he bought. I'm like, I don't even know these. He's like, yeah, you just look for this like production company, and he's like, I buy huh. tons of stuff. He's a big sci-fi horror guy. Shelves and shelves. Oh, I'm yeah. good, man. Yeah, we went. Yeah, and saw... I don't buy them super often anymore, but I do buy discs every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, I I stopped when. I think the last one I bought was the last uh, was the Spider-Man No Way Home or whatever it was, and then I haven't bought another one. I haven't even bought another Marvel movie since then. That's what's sad is I just hadn't. Yeah. That was before COVID. So yeah, but I mean, but since then, none of the Marvel movies are really yeah. worth buying until Guardians of the Galaxy three. I will, I do want to buy that one yeah. when it comes out in a few months. Yeah, well, it's already out on digital right now. You can buy it on digital. Yeah, it's on digital, yeah. but I want to buy the disc. Yeah, and I, so I'm figuring the disc isn't. Probably September, I'd say. Usually when they're doing, like, what they've been doing is, like, it'll come out on digital, and then it'll be another, like, couple months or so after that. Because, like, I just bought Scream 6, just came out on discs, you know, not a few weeks ago or something, and it was on digital back, and I watched it probably, like, May? It was in theaters, like, like February. So, yeah, like, it's like, it comes out in theaters, and a few months later on digital, and a few months later the disc. So they're all, like, not cannibalizing each other. Like, hey, we'll get those people who will, like, buy the digital version, and then, like, maybe buy the disc later, later, too. Uh Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, we went and saw Indiana Jones last weekend. Oh yeah, I, so my, I loved my, it. my buddy really liked it. I, I, I love it. I, I haven't, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Like this week, yeah. I'll still think about it. It was the most. It was right. the most Indiana to... Jones movie since Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to squeeze oh, that you in. Know, two two like films later, but yeah. many many years. It was. Uh, it was really. I didn't good. go to see it because it came out literally like a day or two before I left on vacation. Yeah. So and then I came back and then when I was back. From vacation, I was like, I don't want to go do anything yet. And yeah. then Mission Impossible came out this week. So you don't have it's it's, it's not one of those movies that you have to go to the movie theater and watch. But I really yeah. liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, it seems like like in general, people are like critics and stuff are a little mixed. Some liked it, some didn't. But like people I know who've seen it, they seem to like it. So yeah, I mean, even Nikki liked it, and she just. She had never seen the Indiana, any of the Indiana Jones movies until just a couple of weeks ago. I showed her Raiders okay. and, and Last Crusade. I said, these are the two you probably need to see the most before we go see yeah, that. Yeah, that would make um, sense. You know, and they did have an offhanded Temple of Doom reference in there, which it, all I had to do was go, this is why he said that. You know, I mean, it was like... It was yeah, really, I was like... Uh, 
Temple of Doom is also weird if no uh, someone hasn't seen it before because it's the second movie, but it's a prequel. Yeah, it's, if you don't weird. know that, it'd be really weird. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I never cared for Temple of Doom, even when I was a kid. I really I liked Temple of Doom, except for all the parts with whatever her name is in there because she literally screams the entire movie. Yep. But Short Round is awesome, so it's kind of like yeah, I know, right? Short Round. <laughs> I showed I showed Nikki the first opening scene at Club Obi Wan where they're doing all that. And I said, "All right, you get the gist of the movie. This is pretty much it." She screams all the time short rounds cool i'm not going to sit here and watch it for two hours because i'm not or that and then like show the like minecart sequence there you go you see temple of doom yeah you've seen good parts and like show them like the the like gross out food and bug stuff yeah oh yeah yeah or if you really want to like show them the dark stuff like the heart stuff that like got the movie its reputation back in the day but still i told her i said i don't like where they cut the snake open and all the yeah if you really, really want to like Temple of Doom, try watching uh, Crystal Skull first and then watch Temple of Doom and see how much better it feels. <laughs> that could be. I've never thought about doing that. <laughs> Just by comparison. Uh, but yeah, I, Like, I hey, really... they actually tried to do something with this one. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. No I CGI really monkey did. swinging? What? I really, really like to dial Destiny. It's been the even though I, I really like Guardians and I want to see it again, I would I was I would wait till it came out on digital. The Indiana Jones, I would actually go back to the theater and watch it again, just because. But I haven't a. I went and saw all those in the movie theater, you know, when I was a little kid. So I've seen yeah. every one of them in the movie theater. So it's a little different when you you know for me because. I enjoy watching them on the big screen. So the only one I saw in theaters was Crystal Skull, and it was a very disappointing Ooh. day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to the theater and watched. I grew up watching, you know, screen. like a lot of other movies, like all of them on VHS all the time over yeah. and over, wearing out tapes. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, we. I remember. I remember going to the drive-in with a buddy to see uh, Raiders, and then then I remember. Temple of Doom was the first PG-13 movie, so we had to go with his parents to let us in because we weren't 13 at the time. I thought I thought, I thought Temple of Doom was still PG. Uh-uh, it was PG-13. I didn't think PG-13 had been a movie oh, yet, but it's one of those things I have to look yeah, and remind yeah, myself of. We weren't, they wouldn't let us in without a parent with us, so his dad yeah. was with us. and mm. We got there late, we had to wait to the second showing before the first show. <laughs> I remember we sat there and sat there and sat there and sat there and waited. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's talk about news real quick. Um, the FTC court denied, uh, or the court d- d- denied the FTC's uh, uh, last attempt to stop the Activision merger, the appeal. Um, so my understanding is, is technically... Microsoft could have closed the deal in the United States last night at midnight or this morning at midnight, however you want to say it. They haven't yet because they still have some CMA stuff they have to take care of first. Um, Country Music Awards. Yeah, I know. I, every time they say that, it's like, what's Country Music Awards have to do with any? Oh, wait, yeah, I'm sorry. It's a UK thing. Um, so apparently the what I'm reading is, is the CMA's hang-up is online cloud gaming stuff so microsoft might actually have to sell some of their cloud gaming in the uk to they've been talking about that for months and months at this point where i was like oh we're worried about cloud gaming over here it's like yeah it's like sure whatever Um, and like all the other headlines that ever pop up about this thing it just feels like it never goes away it's similar stuff so maybe like the best part of this is that's it that's my thing it's finally going to be done it's it's like whichever way it went i didn't care all that much i didn't either just 
just finish it one way or yeah. the other. I don't care. Some of the court stuff was real interesting to read when it was all going oh, on because I the mean, last stuff where they had some things where like my favorite was the redacted uh, PlayStation kind of documents that, that were you could still see it. People could still read it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we now know the budget of a couple of the big games. Yeah, that's like, kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and it was it was quite the budget and how many people worked on them and everything like that. It was wild. Yeah. Um, if anything, this court case has really opened up a lot of what goes on behind the scenes in the video game industry, and it. I don't want to say that it may have may change things or it may put things in a different light from now on, but I mean. It's it's been an interesting thing, even though I'm so sick and tired of listening to everything about it. I mean, if you're on any kind of social media, you're just bombarded with yep. it all. I mean, it's been going on for a long, long, long yeah. time, and it's like every you know, you know, few months or sometimes you know, like recently, is a lot of stuff. Every you know, week or two weeks, there's something new yeah. popping up. About it, yeah. and it never quite just goes away where you get a break from it. So it's been, I forget when they announced that originally. Was that like 18 months ago? That's all I know. It was 18 months ago. Yeah. They said 18 months um, was when they announced it. But yeah, this has been a while. I knew, I knew something was going to happen because whenever the court case ended Wednesday and they, they, and the FTC lost it, immediately NASDAQ and uh, the stock exchange said that Activision. Blizzard was coming off the market Monday. So it was like, well, even if you appeal it, it's still coming on. It's coming off. So, you, you know, something's going to happen. So I have a yeah. feeling Monday, if Monday, they'll probably close it in the United States. And they extended it to the, I forget, August something in the UK. So it may just take a little longer in the UK to get it done. But. One of the things that it came out and said in the in some of the court stuff was is even if the merger happened tomorrow, Call of Duty will none of, won't show up on Game Pass until like twenty twenty five or something. Wow! Like that. So, I mean, it's That's not that far away. No, it's really <laughs> not. We're almost done with twenty twenty three. I mean, we're halfway. What? We're halfway done. I mean, it's yeah, like, we're more than halfway through twenty twenty three. So, like. We probably could see, you know, trailers for games that are released in 2025 in, you know, less than a year. Yeah, probably at the... Depending on how early they put them out. Those game awards will probably have a lot of trailers from yeah. 2025 at the end of the year. So, But no, I, the only thing that I'm glad with this merger is, is hopefully this will mean more teams will be able to work on something other than Call of Duty. <laughs> some of these some of these Activision teams like uh High Moon and uh you know and some of the others. I or... I mean maybe whatever. I don't care about that so much as I hope that Microsoft cleans house with Activision Blizzard yeah. some so that like anybody working in any of the studios there will just have much better quality of yeah, life. I hope so too. And people who care. I don't know how easy or hard that would be to do, or if they even plan to do it. But you better. I I have a feeling they you don't want it to stay do. the same. Like, and you know, Microsoft doesn't want to have the press of like, "Hey, you spent no. a bajillion dollars and it got worse," or it stayed <clears> the same with these companies that have bad reputations. Like, whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they will. There'll be some kind of cleaning house. Yeah. So, uh, Kotech will get his money, and then they'll say, "All right, you see you later." You he know? already gets his money. Good yeah. lord! Yeah, I know. I forgot how many millions. There was a thing recently got. where I was reading a story about kind of like how much the Nintendo execs make, mm -hmm. and like 
I think I heard it on a podcast originally, and then I read the story. I read but then it it's too. like it's compared to like all the other you know different you know like American and European based CEOs of big game companies. It's yeah. like it seems like a lot until you see what it's compared to other video game mm, CEOs. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, that's. It's a lot because yeah. it's a lot compared to what I make, but it's not yeah. a lot compared to like what Bobby Kotick yeah. steals right, yeah. from everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, every month. It has been for decades. That guy. Oh. <laughs> I, I <laughs> forgot. I listened to Reggie's <laughs> book, um, Reggie oh. Philomay's book. If you, if you like audiobooks, buy the audiobook and listen to it. He reads the book from start to okay. finish. So it's eight hours of him reading. Reads yeah, it. he reads it. It is the. Yeah, that'd be fun because he's very good at just like you know, uh-huh. yeah, speaking, speaking and stuff. So I bet yeah. he's good at uh, what's, reading an audio book. What's cool about it is it gives you an insight of the business side of Nintendo, but it's not all about Nintendo. It's literally different stories of him throughout his life in different companies that he's worked for, and it's mm-hmm. it's set up to be like, you know, he calls it the so what. So he'll he'll tell a story and then he'll be so what. And then it'll be this business thing about how, you know, it's very important to do this and this and this and this and stick to your guns and blah, 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 blah. It's a very business-oriented book, Mm. but it's also a very interesting book. You get both things. It's very interesting in his life. It's very interesting in the video games industry, and it's very interesting in business. I learned a lot, and I couldn't stop listening to it. It was like eight hours long. It was great. And I think I got it on... Audible, it was on sale for like six bucks. I mean, it was really cheap. So if it's on sale again, pick it up. It is, it's worth it. Just, it's just like listening to him do an interview and you're just sitting there just listening, going, Yeah, I'm sitting here talking to, no, I'm really not. But it's, uh, but it's, it's really good. It's, it's really, really good. But anyway, back to this. Yeah. I, Man, I just I can't get over how many studios Microsoft is going to have now. It's like, and the IPs they're going to have with Blizzard, you know, with just Blizzard with StarCraft and World of Warcraft and Crash Bandicoot and and if they want to bring back Skylanders and you know Guitar Hero and all this, there's all these IPs that Activision yeah, just all these IPs on. that Activision just rode into the ground yeah. and just like. All right, we own it, but we're not doing anything with it. Uh, you know, I would love to see, <laughs> I'd love to see Microsoft go back to Hasbro and say we need the Transformers license back so we can remaster and re-release the War for Cybertron games. Those games are really, really good. I have Fall of Cybertron on the Steam Deck. I played on Steam Deck, and yeah. it is so good. I would like to play War for Cybertron, the first one again. I really liked it. And I don't even have uh, I don't even have the hard copies of them on 360 anymore. I used to, Oof. but they're like fifty bucks a piece. Yeah, too. they're expensive yeah. now because you know they're delisted, so you can't even buy them digitally. Is, so. I mean, all that's cool, but I think them doing new things with some of the IPs would be a much better thing. Yeah, because then they have here here's this new thing from this thing that you uh, know and love. Like, hey, what if a new Tony Hawk came out only on Xbox, or what if yeah. you know, this yeah. came out, and then that would be you know, filling up some of the exclusives that they haven't had coming out in a while, but yeah. also in, in some different game types than they have already, mm-hmm. right? So we'll just see what they do with it. It's going to take, like, time, like yeah. all the other studios they've acquired, but still. Well, and what was bad with Bethesda, you know, everybody was like, oh, you know, they bought Bethesda and they've hardly done anything. Yeah, but that all happened during COVID when things were shut down and everything like that and then trying to come back from that and have time to do this that takes a lot of time you know it's not going to happen overnight but it'll be interesting to see 
And, you know, even if even if Microsoft in the next 10 years goes, we're not making consoles anymore. We're only going to be Game Pass and publishing third-party games. Holy mm. crap. I mean, just the, what the games that they could have would just be unbelievable. Yeah, so. but I don't, just like I don't see Nintendo doing that, I don't see Microsoft I don't either. They always have hardware, too. They're I mean, it could look very different in 10 years, for sure, yeah. but, like, I don't know. I, they, like they're still going to want to have their box that they mm-hmm. can put their stuff on yeah. because then it's much more high profile than just like oh we have this game pass thing that you can buy in places like that's not as cool and yeah. it's not as neat you can't show that as like a cool like here's what the console looks like on a magazine cover or an ad or whatever it's not as flashy and fun right yeah i mean so even if they don't make their money with the console they're still going to want to have the hardware yeah they always they always will i, I think you're right there um, Plus, they're they're a hardware company too. Like, so well, part Microsoft's so huge. They have a yeah, bunch of stuff. So, so like, they're stuff, gonna but... they're gonna want to continue building those. Oh boxes, yeah, absolutely. Um, the one thing that of all the court stuff that I found real interesting was one of the quotes that Jim Ryan said: "If Microsoft won this case, that they would not allow Microsoft to have a PlayStation Six dev unit." to make wow. any games on because they didn't they don't want them to know what hardware is coming out before it comes out. Uh, like of course whoever thought that they would ever get one. Yeah. Well, but everybody's saying, well, what about Call of Duty when it comes out? If you're not going to give them a dev kit, they're going to make it for PlayStation yeah, well, 5 and it's going to be a PlayStation 5 version on PlayStation 6. That's the drawback. That's the drawback for, you know. Yeah. Doing that. Well, like, sure you can still maybe have it put it out on there, but you can only do so much. So Microsoft whatever. clearly didn't care with MLB because you know they've had to give dev kits to um all this whatever studio for Sony made oh yeah made MLB and it was multi-platform and came out with a Series X version the year the Series X launched so it's like who cares who cares at this it depends point? it's kind of like okay so like getting a dev kit now for something that's like not released yet for the PlayStation 6 or whatever makes sense but like once it's out for a little while, then maybe you can get your hands on it, and it's just delayed. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, what what difference? They've they've come to the point where they're all so close to PCs, and, you know, and so close in the same yeah. thing anyway. Who cares? You know, it's like the Ratchet and Clank game for the the PC. They announced the specs this week. <clears throat> Does it require an SSD? Like like Sony said, oh, you got to have the super fast SSD that's in the PlayStation for it to work right. No, I can play it off a regular hard drive, which means I can play it off an SD card that's on my PlayStation Deck. So. I believe you have to have the like the oh, what's the stupid thing like it's something that makes the hard drive faster it's like a storage something or other i don't know they didn't say but yeah there's there's that. no way that it's gonna run well on hard drives that spin like there's no way unless you just have a crap ton of ram that you can just load the entire like a ton of the game into memory because that's why i like all the like the portals and like the loading and all that stuff in that game is so fast is it's running off an ssd hmm. let's see where was so, the... like all those assets can just like pull up pretty quickly that's I, I just can't see that game running well on a hard drive I much mean, at all. Like, it, the, you could probably get it to work, but it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as smooth or something as kind of like the uh, right from an SSD. I gotta find. I mean, that. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just a whole bunch of hoopla that doesn't mean anything. But just knowing how much faster SSDs are than a spinning disk, it's kind of like eh. I have to find that game. Uh, you swap back and forth between some stuff a lot, 
And it's not like a small amount of stuff. It's like complete environments sometimes that you're going back and forth on. So uh, who knows? See. If they get it right, working on a spinning disk hard drive is because they've had a lot of time to try and like optimize it to do so. And do some other magic tricks. Yeah, it just says SSD recommended, not required. 75 gigs, but like it'll mm. run on an uh, Intel i3 with a GeForce 960. <laughs> it's like, holy fright for the minimum. That's nothing. It's like, I'm very Yeah, surprised. but that game, I can see, like you cut off all the ray tracing out of that game and some other stuff and then cut back on a lot of kind of like the polygon count. And yeah. it's not like... If you want to run that sucker, because even like some of the bigger environments or whatever, if you have like a level of detail, once you get a little bit away from you, like crunch that down a lot, it would be yeah. doable. If so you... it's just more like it sounds like they put their work in on the port versus just like spitting one out, right? right. They actually tried to do it so it'd be a wider uh, system requirements of work. Yeah, if you look, if you look at the ultimate ray tracing specs for 4K 60. Uh, you're talking 32 gigs of RAM, an iCore 7, uh, RTX 480. I mean, you're Ooh. yeah, you're talking high, 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 high. I mean, it works pretty yeah. well on the PlayStation 5, but yeah. like it's pushing like the fidelity mode is 4K 30. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to go 4K 60 with everything turned all the way up, then not like kind of like the performance, how the performance mode works mm. on PlayStation, then like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to need yeah. some power. There you go. I put the, put some the power. I put the link in there with the, uh, with the, yeah, that's out soon, isn't it? I July 26th, 26th. Yeah. Like so, very soon. Yeah. So just a couple. couple I'm not weeks. getting it. Cause guess what comes out the day after yeah, I know. the expanse telltale game that I have to play. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to play that too. So. Cause I like telltale games and I love the expanse. So I've been waiting. That's, for that that's one of the games I bought. Uh, on prime day was the tales from the borderlands. The, the more recent one. Yeah. PS5. I was good? like, Oh, I don't know. It? It, it was it was ten bucks. Oh uh, yeah, I know <laughs> it was really cheap, and I it's I've still on sale too. It on Steam, it actually, was, so. it, it was fifteen on Prime Day, but now it's ten for PS Five or Switch. I Can't thought about buying, I thought about pay, buying it on Steam. Uh, I've never played the I did never played the uh, the first one. But I did. I liked it. All right. Yeah. Okay. First Tales I know, from the Borderlands I, is the absolute best Telltale game that was ever made because it was oh, it wasn't as buggy as some of the other yeah. ones were, and it was just it was really fun. Yeah, it was. Well, and I and I know that like the Game of Thrones game is the one that everyone's like, ugh, yuck. But I enjoyed I mean, that one. I enjoyed all too. of them. Like their Jurassic Park game and some of the other yeah, ones, ones that, you for, that you forget that they've made. Oh, like some yeah. of the other ones. Yeah, they're not great. Speaking of the Jurassic Park one, I found that at a hard sale like a couple months ago for a dollar. I'm like, what's this? I'm like, oh, that's not worth <laughs> playing. I had it on. You're like, what's this? And three. then you start playing it like, yeah, what's <laughs> this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> So, I wish I could forget. <laughs> so last story I put in here, uh, Major Nelson announced Friday that he is leaving Xbox after 20 years. Um, that is crazy. I, he was one that I, uh, when I think of Xbox. I mean, Xbox, after 20 years, yeah, dude. That's like, who I think of. Else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 20 years doing anything yeah. is, is a long time. Yeah, I mean. But, you know, to me, it's hard not to think of Xbox without Major Nelson. He does the podcast. I mean, he's been there, he's been their very face. Early on. Yeah, I mean, he's been their face for such a long time. 
And well, I mean, he's not just like you know somebody who's been around in the background. He's like someone who's like interacting with community, oh, on, like, yeah. social media, and podcasts, and all this stuff like all the time. All like even messages that pop up on your console, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. He's been around for a long time. I mean, yeah, you know, he he does the podcast. If you follow him on socials, his socials are always you know really good. Not just with Xbox announcement, but just general life things that he posts on. Twitter. Yeah, I mean, he's he's very positive and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's good to see it's it's going to be really weird to not see him doing something with xbox you know and i uh, yeah. he hasn't said what he's going to do but i read that on twitter friday and i was just like holy crap i mean you know he's going to retire to a beach for a hot minute surely or just i would hope somewhere so, where yeah. he can do nothing for a little bit <laughs> maybe who knows yeah, I, I would hope <laughs> he so. deserves it yeah he does and you know and i and hopefully he still does something in a video game capacity and i'm sure he will or tech and you know we'll maybe see. tech but yeah we'll see so yeah, yeah, maybe he'll, maybe he'll start a Patreon podcast run something or other. Maybe <laughs> I mean it's hard to tell. It's it, that would be weird. I don't think he would do that. No, I, but at one, <laughs> yeah, at, on one hand, I hate to see him go because I like him so much. But on the other hand, hey, you know, twenty years, like I said, twenty years doing yeah. any job, it's like yeah. And I mean, hey, maybe someone new will come in who will be just as awesome, just in a different way. Yeah, could be. We'll I mean, you never know. They, maybe there, maybe there'll be nobody. Who knows? We'll yeah, see what they want to do. Yeah. You know, Nikki is taught for, this is her 20th year of teaching, and it's just like, I can't imagine doing anything for 20 years. I, you know, but hey, you know, if you, if you love something, you do it. And, you know, <laughs> you do it for as long as you can do it. So good for him. Give it time. That we'll be doing podcasts for 20 years sooner than you think. Yeah. Yeah. And that is pretty crazy. That's just, that's just, you know. Uh, almost all of his cool, his fun stuff on Twitter, the contest, the commentary he always ran. He always, seemed, I wish, I'm sure he was at some of the packs I went to, and I wish I could, have, you know, said, "Hey, man, yeah. thanks for doing everything you do in the game industry, and thanks for you know being a positive person, yeah. being cool. Thanks for being Tony cool. Name. <laughs> Thank you." <laughs> All right, well, that's all I've got. If you guys got anything else, I, I think we're going to call that a show. I know uh, uh, Dennis was going to try to try to stop in, I know, but he's he's kind of busy. But that's all right. I, I will leave his list of games that he played, and he'll talk about them next time he comes on. So, uh, or he won't. Sure Maybe he'll have a whole lit new list of games. By no, that Dennis, he probably will. He'll probably have a whole other list of games. So, All right, like I say... Uh, if you want to join us live, follow us on Twitter at GL underscore podcast. Um, I have us on that threads too, but I don't know. I don't remember what our handle is there. Um, <laughs> cause it's linked to our Instagram account. So I'll have to look it up. Yeah, screw uh, that noise. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured hey, you could do this thing. If you have this other thing, like, yeah. come on. It's like, you know, <laughs> let me, I, let me get our, our site name just in case, you know, something happens and this really takes off. But at this point it's, it's, it's just there in perpetuity. You know, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing listed there. So, but, uh, but yeah, you can join us live in the chat, uh, or watch us. And like I say, if you get the podcast on the RSS feed, hey, you'll get it when I put it up on Sunday, it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> don't you worry. Um, don't you see. worry about a thing. Yeah, don't you worry about a thing. So. Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, we should be able to squeeze one more uh, show in this month, hopefully. The 29th is in two weeks. So luckily there's okay. five Saturdays in this month. So it's like, hey, maybe we'll actually be able to do two shows in a month now. <laughs> 
we'll find out. Yeah. Maybe we'll collapse from <sighs> summer heat. Oh, gosh. I don't it. want to think about that. So. <laughs> summer heat. Summer heat. Oh, wait. <laughs> Toasty. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I look at it. All right. I think. All right. So it's mid-July. I'm like, all right. I got about two more, two and a half months of lawn mowing. And, you know, come early September, AC usually goes off in Eastern Washington. I uh, see. Our AC runs until usually about <laughs> mid-November. Till about December 1st. Yep. <laughs> sometimes. It goes off for a month and starts up again in Sometimes January. it does. Yep. I mean, it depends on how month go. We That's how my get... buddy was in Vegas. He, uh, he said that, you know, it would get cold enough. Yeah. He would shut the AC off, like, in the winter for, like, a month or two, and then it's back up to, like, that hot desert heat. Yeah, no thanks. I need we seasons. get autumn for like maybe a week in mid-November if we're lucky. <laughs> like You're all like, the trees hey, are the like, out. oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said it all. <laughs> no, we got, we're and then it could be we seven get, days get, on Christmas sometimes. If yeah. we, we get four like, seasons here. Dumb. We get the winter cold. We get The spring is usually pretty short. But we get a decent fall. We usually get about a month to two months of fall. And then summer is like, man, it, there was already one day. My friend, my friend had a yard sale in May, and there was one day where it was like ninety, and that's yeah. not usually that hot this time of the year. And I was like, yeah. Man, we actually had a good spring this change. year. It was it was I'm actually sorry. a full. A little teeny up. Yeah, we didn't have really ninety days until just you know over Fourth of July. Really, June was kind of mild for what it usually is. So I can't complain. Now I'll complain because I'm tired of sweating every time <laughs> I walk outside the house just to get it's the hot. It's just, it's that's what you're doing wrong. You shouldn't walk outside the house. You need to do cartwheels so the weather's just like, I don't know what oh, he's doing. What is he doing? Whatever. <laughs> just let him do what he's doing. <laughs> take, out, take your drone, fly it to the mailbox, stick the mail. Come on, get those Amazon packages. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, like I say, we're going to call that a show. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.